Welcome to Passionate and Prosperous, the only podcast about creating success in your life and business by using your voice, gifts, and skills to do the work that lights you up, make money, and have massive impact in the world. This show teaches coaches, creatives, and service-oriented human beings how to trust in yourself and leverage your unique message, experience, and expertise to attract your ideal audience, create clients, and organically build your soul-aligned business. I'm your host, mindset and business strategy coach, Stacey Brass Russell, and I can't wait to help you to set yourself up for success and use your passion to create the prosperous life and business that you truly desire. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Passionate and Prosperous. Before we dive into today's episode, I just want to remind you of two really exciting events happening in our Passionate and Prosperous community right now. First, Turn Your Fear into Fuel is my five-day free training for you to alchemize your sneaky hidden fears and turn them into rocket fuel for your business. What do I mean by that? Well, if you suffer ever from procrastination, imposter syndrome, overwhelm, not really feeling like showing up in your business, playing small, then you should join me for Turn Your Fear Into Fuel. This is one of my best trainings and I'm offering it again for free. It's five days, an hour a day. As always, there are replays, so it's totally fine for you to register because you'll still be able to get the value. But this is one that I think is so important for all of you to take because it's going to help you to go from being afraid of putting yourself out there to fully taking ownership with confidence of showing up all the time every day in your life and business, not just your business. And I want to remind you that Prosper, my brand new six-week live group coaching program, is starting on June 21st. Prosper is all about having powerful and skillful conversations that help you to create more clients. I'm calling it an accelerated mindset and advanced coach training. In this training, I am going to be helping you to cultivate the right kind of mindset for showing up in the world and talking about what you do, creating conversations with people that will make them want to know more about working with you, and also how to have discovery calls that actually end up in people saying yes to working with you. So I don't want you to miss this. I'm being totally transparent when I tell you that I created Prosper for the passionate and prosperous community. So if you're interested, you can go to the show notes. You can find all of the links for more information and sign up for all of these amazing events. And now I'm going to give you the episode that you came for. And I'm going to talk about these things in the episode a little bit too. But I really hope to see you because this is how we get to connect and how we get to take things out of the headphones and into the real world. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Passionate and Prosperous. So we are in a very exciting month here in the world of Passionate and Prosperous. If you're listening in what I call real time, which means that you are listening to the episodes as they come out, which so first of all, I just want to thank you, those of you who let me know that you look forward to every Wednesday and you're right there listening the minute this drops. Um, 
you know that we are in the middle of some exciting stuff in June 2022 here in Passion and Prosperous World. I've been putting on some really great events so that we can be together. I want you to just know that one of the reasons why I love creating live opportunities for us to be together on Zoom is because when I'm in your ears and I'm making this podcast for you and I know that you're listening, we're just not together. And I don't even necessarily know who all of you are. And so I'm creating these events, which I actually always do, not not only because I started the show, but my live events are where I get to connect and where I get to be with you and see your gorgeous face and to be able to teach you and inspire you and motivate you in real time. So we just finished one amazing event called Magnetic, and we are about to have another one called Turn Your Fear Into Fuel. So in Turn Your Fear Into Fuel, which is also a free five-day masterclass, I am going to be helping you to identify what I call the five sneaky hidden fears that we all have, just so you know, but they show up in different ways for all of us. So things like the fear of what other people will think, the fear of not knowing enough, even the fear of success, the fear of failing. So these are kind of the the the, the most common fears, but they show up in, in different little ways for each one of us, depending on our personalities and depending on our life experience and, and, and whatever. So in this masterclass, I'm going to be breaking this down for you so that you can start to see how maybe some procrastination or maybe some fear of showing up or not putting yourself out there enough. Where does that come from? And how can I help you to start shifting that and overcoming it so that it's not going to keep you from doing what you're here to do, which is what? Which is to have your most passionate and prosperous life and business. So Turn Your Fear Into Fuel is happening from uh, June 13th to 18th. And then, as you know, Prosper is starting on June 21st. So I'm about to talk a little bit more about Prosper. Um, the sign-up is already available. So when you go to the show notes, which reminder, click on the little blurb that you see on whatever platform you're watching where it says get more info and show notes, and that's going to take you to the show website, and there's links for anything that you need there. And you can also always message me or send me an email or whatever, okay? So... I, when I'm recording this right now, just so you know, it's before all this stuff. So I'm being a very, very, very good actress right now. And I'm talking as if we're in real time, but you know that this is not a live show. So when I'm recording this show, I am recording it after a weekend where I really, really was spending a lot of time focusing on Prosper. So Prosper is the course that I am going to be offering this summer. And it is an advanced, or I call it an accelerated mindset and advanced coaching um, course for you, for coaches, for creatives, for those of you who are thought leaders, who are service-based individuals who make a lot of their living by helping other people and having one-on-one relationships with other people, right? If you're a coach, if you're a mentor, if you're a teacher, if you're a thought leader, if you're a, you know, any sort of a service-based individual. You, A, do your work by communicating with other people. And here's the key. This is one of the biggest things that's happening, why I created Prosper. You also create clients by having communication and conversations and building relationships. And how you show up for those conversations is really, really important. You are already doing your work before you're actually hired. 
And I have been noticing in you know many, many people, I get to work with so many people, I get to talk to so many people. What I started noticing was how there was a disconnect for so many people between that moment of like before someone says yes to working with you and then once you get to work with them. And I think that when you are a coach, especially you forget that you don't start being the coach once someone hires you, that you're actually the coach or, or if you're a mentor or a teacher or whatever, an expert, right? You're an expert. That you're that before someone hires you and that you have to show up as that in order to get hired, right? And in order to help someone else to say yes to stepping into some sort of partnership that's going to help them to experience some sort of transformation or or help or greater success, right? So I spent all weekend really, really getting ready for the course and, and writing more copy for the course so that you have something that you can see so that you'll want to sign up for it. And what happens when I'm in that space and, you know, you've heard episodes Uh, I made an episode that's all about brainstorming, right? The episode is actually called Why Is Everything So Hard, (laughs) right? And and in that episode, what I talk about is how when you need to create content, when you're in the business of like having a message and a mission and you're a thought leader and you've got to create stuff, you've got to create even just your freaking social media posts, right? You've got to write, right? If you want to use social media for your business, you've got to be a copywriter, right? You've got to... You've got to get your skills together. You don't have to have them before, like meaning you don't have to already be born a brilliant copywriter. But if you're using social media for your business, let's be real. You've got to practice writing and you've got, you're going to get better at it, right? If you're not already like a natural born copywriter. So that episode about why is everything so hard is all about how, you know, it takes time to write copy. It takes time to write a sales page. It takes time to flesh out your content. It takes time to write a course, right? So I've been, you've heard me talk about Prosper before. I've been telling everybody it was coming, right? Because I have it all in my head and I have it all in my body even. And I finally was like, okay, I got to get it out of my head and out of my body and onto the paper. And so I spent a lot of time over this past weekend in my life, in in my real time, working on Prosper. And what happens when I work on content like that is I get immersed in the content, right? And it reminds me, first of all, of how valuable it is, which I'm so, you know, I'm so happy that I have stuff to share with you. And it also just like puts me into, it's almost like I get so immersed in it that I get even more passionate about why it's so important that that I bring this to you. So I, you know, Prosper is a mindset course, right? It's a coaching skills and mindset course. And I really was thinking so much this weekend about how how important mindset is. And, you know, I was once in this clubhouse room and um, I was in a clubhouse room where it was like full of coaches and in in, in places where coaches hang out, you hear the word mindset like 9,000 times, like to the point where it can actually be like Jesus Christ already with the mindset, right? (laughs) And and this guy was in the room and he like, you know, raised his hand and, and came up and his question was, So I just need to ask, like, what is this mindset thing? It was so awesome and so funny because, you know, here you've got all of these coaches talking about mindset as if everyone knows what mindset is. And then here's this guy and he's like, can you like explain it? You know, it kind of sounds like it's everything, you know? And so I loved that question. 
And I was thinking about it when I was working on the course and I was like, you know what? Like, it really is so important. Like, it, it, I wish there was a word that was better than just mindset to really talk about the importance of of our of what we do with our brains, like of literally how we manage our thoughts and our minds. And you know that every once in a while I put out an episode that's so much about your thoughts and about your mind. And really what I truly believe is that is that it's the foundation, it's the essence, it's the it's the thing that is the most important in order for you to be successful, <laughs> in order for you to have a passionate and prosperous life. The mindset work, it's not the only thing, you know, and I know it can it can be a little bit like um I think that like nowadays, because so many people do talk about mindset, now it's kind of flipped. And there are people that are like, oh my God, like I don't need more mindset. I need strategy. And I agree that you need strategy because, and this is a big part of what we're going to talk about today, because you, the whole point of mindset is to set you up to take action, right? So the problem with our human brains is that, is that we take action on shitty mindset. (laughs) That's like kind of like what our default, right? You've heard me use default settings and stuff. That's kind of like what we do as humans. It's how we were like, it's our default setting, which is like have a shitty mindset and then take action anyway, right? And the problem is that when we take action on a shitty mindset, the the outcome is not always, you know, what we want, right? It's not what we desire. It can be a shitty outcome, right? Um, That's what it means when you're more reactive, when you're kind of like um, negative, you know, or when like when you when you do things that you, you know, kind of regret or you feel like you could have done something better. Very often that's because you took action with a shitty mindset, right? And so it, our ideal, like the, the the ideal thing is to take action from a great mindset, right? And your mindset requires management. And as you do more mindset work or more inner work or whatever you want to call it, your mindset gets stronger or more resilient and meaning that you're not going to never have moments where your mindset slips and where you become, you know, in default human mode. But your recovery time gets better and better and better when you're someone who really does the mindset work. And what is mindset work? Well, there's a whole spectrum of mindset work. Some mindset work can happen instantaneously where you train yourself to be someone who notices when those slips happen, who notices when you go into low vibe or default, right? And that you can turn it around. Like sometimes that's all it takes. It just takes awareness, right? That's like kind of like, that's like mind, that's like mindfulness, right? And mindset work 101 is like, is having the awareness when you slip into low vibe or default and being able to do something about it. And then There's the whole other end of the spectrum, which is like the really robust mindset work that we can do where we really can, A, enter the subconscious, right, where all of your stuff is stored, where all of your limiting beliefs are, where where all of your experiences are that have caused you, that have formed your ideas about about things, about yourself, about others in the world, right? Um, And we can do stuff for the subconscious. And we can do really robust things for our mindset, like even step into the future versions of ourselves that we are working on creating and really connect with that so deeply and fully that we're able to to be that 
and take action on that now, right? So when I say taking action on a shitty mindset, there's also the the possibility of taking action, not just on like a, like a good mindset, but like a future mindset. Imagine taking action now based on what the mindset would be of you if you were already at your next level of success. Can you imagine what your outcomes of your actions would be if you were doing that? So as I was working on Prosper, I was like, man, you know, at the end of the day, like I love I love teaching everything I teach. I love coaching everyone I coach. I love helping people with their message and their content. I love making courses. I love, you know, I love helping people get clear. Um, I love people helping people shine and all of the stuff that I help everyone do. And I really freaking am obsessed with the power of our minds and how important it is to harness that. And I really think that it's why I became a yoga teacher. Like I, you know, I became a yoga teacher initially because I loved the practice, the physical practice. I came from a dance background. It felt like such an ideal way to move my body. I loved the discipline combined with the freedom, everything about the physical practice of yoga. But at the end of the day, I ended up becoming equally known for how I taught the philosophy um, and the science, the brain science that yoga really is about as I was popular for the physical class. So I had an experience recently that while I was getting ready for Prosper, I thought, oh man, I want to share this experience with with you guys. I want to share this with my prosperous and um, passionate and prosperous community because I think I think it's a really interesting real life example of how this all comes together. And it really it really feels like something that if I share it with you, it's going to help you to kind of really see how this applies and that it doesn't just stay in this realm where we're just talking about mindset. Because I think it's really easy for that to happen when it comes to things like mindset and personal growth and and all the, all the, the, the inner stuff, all the more esoteric stuff. I think it's really easy for it to stay as a, as a concept. I think it's easy for it to be something that we talk about. But then whether or not it becomes something that we do, and as you know, um, in the episode that came out on your clients want um, transformation, not information. I talk a lot about the importance of what, how do we get true transformation, right? Well, it can't just be information, right? It's information, inspiration, implementation and integration. And so all of this mindset work, it, it's not, it's great to talk about it and to have like a, maybe a little aha moment or an epiphany, but until you feel like you're using it, like it's happening, like it's in you and you're like, holy shit, it's happening. Then, you know, until then it's, it's, it's a great idea, but then you really experience something when you realize that you're doing it and it's actually impacting your life. And I had that experience. I mean, I, 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 I think I might be like making you more excited and now I'm like, oh, they're going to be let down. But I don't, I don't think so. So I want to just share with you this really interesting experience that I had um, because it kind of put together all of the, the practices that I teach and that I, you know, I, I say I do. And I thought, okay, this is really great because I think I am walking the walk that I talk. So 
one thing I didn't say about, talk about on the show at all is that I just had this giant, like, big deal photo shoot, all right? So uh, for those of you that are, you know, that are coaches and that are, and that are out there on social media or that put out content, put out your courses, your programs, you know that you need photos of yourself, right? I mean, we call it branding photos, lifestyle photos. Um, so professional photos, right? A lot of you in whatever, whatever you do, most of you probably have needed some sort of professional photo, right? Especially if you're using social media, you got to put yourself out there. And there's, you know, selfies are fine, but you know that they're not good for certain things, right? So they're not, they're not for your website. You're not going to put selfies on your website. So if you're in this space of the work that we all do, there's a good chance that you need photos, right? And that you've had a photo shoot or that you're going to get one. And I think photos are important. I do tell my clients, like, even if you have to find a starting out photographer who doesn't charge a lot, but can take great photos, it's worth the investment. Now, for me, I am someone who's been in show business my whole life. And I have had many, 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 many photo shoots, many photo shoots. So having a photo shoot, is not new to me. Um, and, you know, like there are varying degrees of like big dealness of photo shoots. The photo shoot that I had this past Friday was the biggest DL photo shoot that I ever had. It was with a photographer and I, this is this is part of the mindset story, okay? So it was with a photographer that I had on my vision board for four years. And that's an important part of the story, okay? Because one of the things that I teach and that I do for myself, and that I realized when I was thinking about coming in to do this episode with you, that I was like, huh, I don't know if I've ever talked that much about the importance of visioning and of really seeing your future self and what you'd like that version of yourself to be doing, what you want that version of of, of him or her or they to be, to be, uh, you know, to be thinking, to be doing, to be feeling. And this future self-visioning is so important. And so when I said vision boards, some of you might have cringed and been like, oh, vision boards. So, you know, I, I don't think vision boards are, you know, meant to just be collages, you know, like I definitely know that some of you might think that vision boards are kind of woo and frivolous, but I think that some version of a vision board is really valuable because it creates what I call an anchor. So an anchor is a physical manifestation of something that energetically you want to create, right? Because if you think about it, any everything is energy. We've talked about money on this show, and I've talked about how money is energy. It's an exchange of energy. Everything is energy. Love is energy. Energy is how everything begins, right? Everything begins as energy. Anything that you want to manifest or see come to fruition, whatever word you like, manifest, physicalize, make happen, anything that you want to do. And we had an episode on manifesting too, right? Anything that you want to make happen begins as an energy. It doesn't exist yet. It hasn't happened yet. You haven't done it yet. You don't have it yet. It begins as an energy. And you get to decide when you want to set that energy ball in motion, right? And sometimes we set an energy ball in motion and it happens pretty quickly. And sometimes we set an energy ball in motion and it happens four years later. <laughs> and sometimes we set an energy ball in motion and it happens 10 years later or 20 years later, I, you know, and sometimes 
we set it in motion and then we might even forget about it. And that's why vision boards are really helpful as an anchor so that it reminds you, right? Because not everything happens immediately. And so when you create, and so that's why I'm saying your vision board doesn't have to be like a collage with like magazine pictures. It can just be a place where you pin stuff. That's what I was referring to was, you know, I had, I have a place where I pin stuff or I keep scraps of things where I remind myself of things. And it's good to have those reminders because when you set an energy ball in motion, you might forget about it, right? Because maybe it's going to take a while. And so it's good to know and have these anchors that remind you of what you want, of who you want to be, of, of, of what you want to create, of, of a future version of you. And the future version of you doesn't, doesn't mean that the current version of you sucks or that there's anything wrong with the current version of you. You're constantly evolving. You are here, right? Especially if you're, if you consider yourself to be team passionate and prosperous, right? Part of what gets you on the team is that you're a person that is living your life in a way where you are evolving. There's never a moment where you're like, yeah, I'm good. I'm just going to stay the same. I don't need to improve. And improving doesn't mean that there's anything wrong right now, right? But it's like, we can always keep getting better. We can keep getting better at what we do. We can keep creating more for ourselves. Even when you've got like an unbelievable level of wealth and success and whatever, I believe that if you're really like a passionate and prosperous person who would be attracted to, to, to me and the shit that I say, I think that I don't see myself ever feeling like I don't want to still be um, having impact, right. Or, or doing something, even if I retire, like whenever that might be, who knows, um, if I do, um, and my husband too, right. He's a psychoanalyst. Oh my God. Like his supervisor, my husband is a psychoanalyst and you have to have a supervisor. You're supposed to, if you're in integrity, his supervisor is 90, right. And we like, love that. We like love, you know, I freaking love that. So like, not to put anything down about retiring, okay? But I'm sure if you retire, you're still going to be like, but how can I use my gifts and my skills? Like, what do I want to be doing? How do I want to be contributing? So you're always evolving. And therefore, it's always great to know, like, what that future version of yourself has, like, in store for you. Like, what is what is that version of you want to be doing? Because you're going to have to create it because it doesn't already exist, right? And so there's lots of ways that we do that. And one of those ways is that we can really vision our future selves and we can do something that for many years I've referred to as like acting as if, right? Like it's like show up as that future version of yourself because then you're going to A, make it happen faster and B, you're going to embody the energy, emotion, thoughts and feelings of that future version of yourself so that the actions that you're taking now are in alignment with getting you where you want to go. I mean, this is like kind of deep shit, right? It almost could sound like Twilight Zone stuff, right? When you really think about it, it could be a little bit like, what are you talking about? But this is, this is real. This is really how, this is the potential that you have in that brain of yours, right? That brain that if you leave it alone, it's just on this shitty default setting and you're like, all right, I'm functioning. I can get through the day. But but just think about what the power is that you have in this mind, in this brain of yours, if you decide that you want to use it the right way, right? Or in a, in, in a good way. So, so, 
I get this. So, so I have this photo shoot on my, this photographer, right? This particular photographer. She was the photographer at a, uh, at the, uh, where I went to coaching school. There were live events, like big conferences. And she was the photographer that they hired for those events. And so A, I saw her working. I saw her work. And then at one of those events, and you, if you've listened to the episode where I talk about this, I was on stage doing a talk uh, in a challenge that I won. And she took amazing photos of me there and I got to connect with her. Anyway, she's not an inexpensive photographer. I'm not going to call her expensive because I don't believe in that. I believe that people charge what they're worth um, and she charges what she's worth, okay? and But it was not in my budget at that time, like, like four years ago. Like having a a, a, a a you know a, a photo shoot that was that was a lot of thousands of dollars was not in my budget. But what happened was this past fall, um, I was like, I'm ready. Like it's on my board, and I'm ready. I I can do this. I'm going to invest in this. It's time. I had no new photos of me since before the pandemic. And for those of you who have never seen me before during the pandemic, I let my hair go gray. And up until the pandemic, I used to dye my hair dark brown. I am 54. I'm going to be 54 this year. Um, But I had been dyeing my hair since I was in my 20s because I started getting gray hair when I was really young. And then I was an actress and blah, 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 whatever. I was still dyeing my hair. And for me, one of the greatest things to come out of the pandemic was that I stopped coloring my hair. I went through the, 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 the awkward time of having like, you know, what looked like roots instead of like an intentional choice. And then it became a choice. And then it was like, I'm so happy if you've never seen me, you know, and when you see a photo of me, you should just know that like, for me, having my hair gray is like one of the greatest things that ever happened to me in my life. So, so I had, I need new photos. I want new photos. And I was like, now's the time. And she only comes to New York like twice a year um, and in the, you know, when the weather's going to be right or whatever. So I booked this with her in September and it's a big deal photo shoot. And I've never had one like this before. So in this photo shoot, like she tells you, we're going to do like a bunch of locations and a bunch of looks. And we had this like consultation call and we were talking about like, what's the story that I want to tell? And like, what do I want to convey? And, you know, I'm going to have like seven looks, right? Seven different outfits. I've never had a photo shoot like this. Like we're going to go into all these different locations. I mean, like big deal, right? Big deal stuff. So what you need to know is that this is a transformational photo shoot. And what that means is that this is an opportunity. And, the, and, I, and I, you know, Wendy, my photographer, she will vouch for this. Like, this is an opportunity for her clients, and in this case, me, to step into a future version of yourself. This is a, a representation of who you, what is the energy you want to put out into the world? How do you want people to see you? What is it that you want people to know about you? And I know that there are a lot of people that can't stand having their photo taken. So that's part of why this is the story, because it is really important to be visible in your business. It is really important to love some images, at least, <laughs> that you can put out into the world, because because you have to represent yourself. If you are in the business of, in a service-based business where you're the one delivering the service, the content, the transformation, you're the coach, you're the teacher, you're the mentor, people have to see you in your marketing. You must 
put photos of yourself. You're not going to be able to build a successful business hiding behind pretty sunset images or reposting other people's posts or making images on Canva. I think probably a lot of you know what Canva is, right? Like a, 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 a layperson graphic design um, program. So you're not, you can't get away with it. I'm sorry to tell you that you can't get away with not putting yourself out there with your visibility, with your face, with your, with what you look like. And that's also why getting a professional shoot is really worth it. It doesn't have to be like the one I just got, but working with a photographer, because photographers, their job is to make you look and feel awesome, right? That's their job. No photographer is booking, you know, a, a shoot with someone for headshots or branding, you know, like photos for their website and is thinking, oh, I don't care if this person looks like shit. Like their whole mission is for you to look good. Like that's what they want. They want you to look and feel awesome. Whatever the word is for you. Beautiful, gorgeous, handsome, hot, <laughs> sexy, like a rock star. You know, they want you to feel th- that, right? And so so that's why working with a photographer is worth it. So anyway, so so you know, I knew that this was this opportunity for me to to really think about like what what do I want to convey? Like, what do I want to come through? What do I want people to see? What am I saying through my photos? So what's really interesting is it's kind of like, it's an inner expression, right? That's being manifested outwardly when you get these photos taken. And so the inner work, the work of really feeling into who is that person that you want to capture is work especially when the stakes are so high, when you've made a big investment. And this is even more the case for making big investments, you guys, right? Because when you make a big investment, you are going to freaking show up, right? So, and, and so will your clients, just so you know. So for those of you who ever like get afraid of like charging or whatever, just remember that the more skin people have in the game, the more they're going to show up for themselves, okay? So anyway, so I had a lot of skin in the game. And so you know, I knew because I'm a coach (laughs) that this was an opportunity for me to not only be my most authentic self, which is really important to me. Authenticity is so important in your marketing, in how you come across. Like you, you would never want to do a photo shoot where all of a sudden you're like looking or dressing or whatever in, in a way that's like completely not you. And you do want to think about what is that future you that is already at the next level, that's already having what you want, what is that future you? What does she wear or he wear or they wear? What what are they, what are they doing when they've got the level of success that you would like to get, right? And this is really important. So, you know, one of the things that I've been working on a lot over the last year has been my mindset around my ability to become a seven-figure CEO, right? Like to really build a business that does earn seven figures or or maybe multiple seven figures. I don't know. But uh, but for right now, I'm working on seven, okay? <laughs> working on the one mil, all right? So, um, and I'm not embarrassed to tell you that because – because that is that is something that I'd like to create. You know, um, I would like to break the cycle in my family, a generational cycle of being of being um, kind of always a little bit behind uh, and always kind of, you know, like kind of having to make the money as you use it. That was like how my father rolled. He provided everything and treated 
us so well. I had everything I wanted, but I know that my my dad, we had, when he died when I was 19, there was no savings. There was nothing to fall back on. Nothing, nothing. And, and I've lived a lot of my life kind of like making it as I go, making it as I go. And in the last few years, since my coaching business, um, I've made it my mission to not, to not be that right. And I'm doing a really good job of it. So, um, so, so for me, like that might, it's a mindset, right? Because if I walk around not believing that I can ever make seven figures, if I were to walk around thinking, well, that would be nice, but I can't, or I don't know how, or that's not for me, or I'm not, um, you know, I'm not good enough, or, well, that's for other people, or, well, she knows more than me, or she already has better experience. If I walked around with those thoughts in my head, do you think I'm ever going to get there? No, I'm not. But do you think I ever have those thoughts? Yes, I do. And that's why the mindset is so important. So your mindset is 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 a big part of what determines whether or not you can even allow yourself to dream, vision, or picture yourself having more or what you want. Because you're always going to have the limiting beliefs and the thoughts that you've accumulated that are a legacy, right? Like if I think about how I was raised, like, why wouldn't I just keep perpetuating that? And it's not to say that I didn't, again, that I didn't have an amazing childhood, but when it comes to like finances and money and all of that, I'd like something different. You know, I, I, I'd like to build on it. It's not even like I'm saying that it was bad. I'm like, I can improve upon it. And I think that that's my job. So, so anyway, so this is a mindset that I've been working on. And so for this photo shoot, I was like, well, shit. I mean, I'm going to take the photos as a seven-figure CEO. I want to look I want to look like I feel, right? Like I'm so fucking successful. And I'm like living the life. My whole brand is about having a passionate and prosperous life and business. Not just business, but a business that can fund the life that you want. We're not here to just work on our businesses only and do work. We're here to to do what we love and make the money in our businesses. Why? So that we can fund having the life that we want to live, whatever that means to you, right? I live in an apartment in New York City. I don't live in a big house anywhere, but would I like to get a second place? Like at some point, do my husband and I want to have our country house? We do want to have that, right? Um, I'm never moving out of New York City, but like I just got a car you've heard me talk about last year or exactly a year ago, actually. Her anniversary, Mandy's car anniversary is tomorrow, May 24th. Happy anniversary, Mandy. So, um, you know, so these are the things that I that I that I want for my passion and prosperous life, so that I can go do the things that I love to do, so that I can afford to go to all the shows I want to see. You know, I want to go to the concerts I want to go to. I want to eat in the restaurants I want to eat in. That's what I want. It's probably different than what you want. You might not want the same things, but for me, I know what I look and feel like when I'm successful, and I'm successful right now. And I look and feel successful right now, right? I, I, I'm I, not saying that I have to wait a long time before I can dress in something nice or have something nice. But I also know that like for this photo shoot, I really wanted to embody this version of me that says to the world, listen, I am living my most passionate and prosperous life and I have my most passionate and prosperous business and I can help you too. That's what I wanted my pictures to say. I wanted people to see it and see, oh my God, 
that's possible for me too. And that's another mindset thing. When you see someone who has what you want, it's your choice. If you're going to compare and despair, if you're going to get jealous, or maybe if you're even going to like put them down, be like, look at her being all successful, right? I know that happens. I'm not saying I've never done it. <laughs> look at her like acting like she's a millionaire, you know? But the truth is, is that when, is that hopefully when we see people that seem authentic, that's the other important part, authentic and truly embodying, right, what like what we would like when we believe that they're really doing it and that we feel genuine, we're more likely to want to work with that person be like, I trust that person because because they they're doing it and it seems real, right? So the authenticity has to go with like the other stuff. So Okay, so I so that's just so you know the importance of having like a future self mindset, right? Okay, so I'm getting ready, you know, so the shoot's months away when I booked the shoot. That was back in September. Okay, so now cut to recently, right? And I just want you to know I'm going to be super vulnerable right now, and I'm just going to tell you something very real and true. You've heard me talk about fertility treatments and being on hormones and whatever, and let's add to that that I'm in my 50s, definitely got some menopause stuff going on, and I have been working for the last few months on being more the weight that I feel comfortable at, that I want to be. You know, it's not a lot, right? To someone else, might not seem like a lot, but we're all allowed to have our desires about how we want to feel and look in our bodies, and I've been working on it. And I had this idea that I was going to be at this certain, like, weight and size for my shoot. And so what was happening was I wasn't um, buying any clothes and I wasn't really doing anything because I was like working on it. And then about six weeks ago, I, or maybe it was like two months ago, but anyway, like not that long ago, I woke up one day and I said to my husband, oh shit, I invested in this photo shoot that's so important to me that I know how I want it to feel. I know what I want the pictures to to look like, like not literally like necessarily at that time, I didn't know what the outfits would look like, but I know what I want. I know what I want this outcome to be. I know that I want this, these photos to like, in, like to, to capture like what I'm really feeling about like my potential, about my business, about where I am now, about where I'm going. I want it all. And I know that I hired this photographer because she, that's what she's going to be able to do. And I'm scared because I don't know what I'm wearing. And obviously, as you know, like your clothes in a photo shoot are like kind of like the most important thing, right? And I really had like a moment of like freaking out that I didn't have my clothes. And I had this really human moment of feeling like, well, what am I going to do? I'm not feeling 100%. Like there's something in my closet that I thought I was going to be able to wear. I can't fit in it yet, um, you know, and like, what am I going to do? And I'm telling you all of this because... Because the, the, we're, we're, I'm going to tell you some really important mindset stuff that came up for me. Um, and so, you know, I said, and in that one moment, literally, I had that thought. And then I was like, I'm going to hire a personal stylist. Because if I leave this to myself, I'm going to buy shitty clothes that camouflage me or that I think I have to wear because I think I can't like show my body 
And I believe if I get a stylist that she's going to be a better objective like person and she's going to have more insight and she's going to help me. I, I just I just had this moment where I was like, that's what I have to do. And so I went on Instagram and I looked and I found this stylist um, who I loved her photos, whatever. And I reached out to her and we got on a call. Like I am telling you that when you want to do something, you need to take action on it. This all happened in like, this was at like 7.30 in the morning on like a weekday. And I was like, I need a stylist. (laughs) Okay. And I went on Instagram and I looked, I was like, personal stylist, New York City. And I looked at all these people and I found this woman and I went with my gut. I was like, I love her style. I love what she's wearing. And I messaged her on Instagram and she messaged me back and she was like, are you available now? She was literally like going to drop off, you know, it was like 830 in the morning. And I was like, yes, I am. And I I was doing my workout, but I was like, I am. And I stopped my workout and I got on a call with her and we made this connection and she, we set up an appointment and she came to my apartment for three hours and did like a whole color analysis and all this stuff. And um, and, it, and it was so awesome. And we decided like on, you know, kind of like this, this generally, like she was going to give me these seven looks and then we were going to do everything virtually because she was going to be out of town. So we met in person, blah, 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 blah. She leaves. And now it's the process. And the process is that she's sending me links to options for clothing items to go with each of the looks, right? So the first look was like, um, like a jumpsuit with like some, like, like a, 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 sparkly jacket. Another look was like, you know, um, like a cool skirt with like a a leather jacket and boots and, you know, a whole bunch of different, uh, different looks. So the looks start coming in and I'm so excited. And she's sending me all these links. And, and of course, like I wanted to wear like stylish, awesome, some designer clothes, you know, like I really wanted to like up level. This was part of my future self visioning was the part was the me that buys and look, and this is me. It doesn't have to be you. And I don't consider myself to be materialistic or anything like that. But you know what? I don't really spend a lot of my money on like handbags and expensive clothes. And I was like, you know what? I want some items. Like I want some things that like I'm going to feel awesome in and that are, you know, that, that are just, that are just like, you know, I don't know. I wanted some designer stuff. So And so she's sending me a whole variety of things. And here's the thing, you guys. I haven't tried on like quote unquote designer clothes in like a really long time. And one thing that I think we can all agree on is that designer clothes are small. (laughs) They're small. Like, I'm sorry, but like, no matter what your size is, like, I think when you're wearing a designer, that's not true. I'm sure some of you can just wear your true size. But I've always experienced that like with certain things, I can't like, it, like the size is different than like from J. Crew, right? The clothing size. So anyway, she's sending me this stuff and I start ordering and I start ordering all this stuff and I'm so excited for these things to come to my apartment, all of these clothes to come to my apartment and the, the boxes start coming from Saks and Bloomingdale's, whatever. And I start opening up these things and I put on the first few things and I can't even get them on my body. Like, and I already ordered like a little bigger size than like I, like than my mind wanted to order. Cause I just knew I was like, Stacy, don't 
Don't give a fucking shit about the number. All that matters is what it looks like, is that you look good, that it fits well, that it looks right, that it, that it like, it's flattering, that it accentuates you, right? Like, that's what I, I was like, that's all that matters. It doesn't matter what the number of the clothing is. I had told myself this. And then these clothes came and, and I started to try them on. And some of them, I literally couldn't even get some of the things. It is funny. I mean, I do think it's funny. I literally couldn't get some of the things on my body. One thing, I tried to like step into it. And then, and then I was like, Oh, maybe, maybe this goes over your head. And then I went to put it over my head and I was like, Nope, no. So, so basically there's no, there's no direction for this item of clothing that I can get into. So, so you guys, here's what happened for a moment. And I'm going to say a moment because I am so proud of myself because I've done so much work on my mind. Okay. For a moment, Maybe it was a little more than a moment. It was like it, like maybe it was like that whole batch of clothes that I was like, "Fuck, there's something wrong with me. I'm never going to be able to find the clothes. I don't fit in these clothes. I'm I don't like this. I don't like this experience. I never should have hired a stylist. She doesn't really get my body. I know my body. I know that I don't look good in these things. I don't like this. I don't like things that cut." here. I don't like things that hug me here. I don't want this. And I went into that whole suffering mode that our brains can go into. And I made it about everything. For a minute, I made it about about that the stylist doesn't know how to send me the right clothes. I made it about me and my body and how I should have been able to get, you know, where I wanted to be. I made it about like about parts of my body that don't even have to do with weight, that just have to do with like my proportions. I made it, I, I mean, I made it to do with everything. And then I was like, I had this moment where, and this is the mindset work, and I'm going to tell you one of my best tools ever, that's a big part of this episode, besides talking about future self-pacing and all of that. And I made the decision that from that moment on, anything, because, oh, well, well, here's what happened. Then I put this gold sequin jacket on that is from a designer that one of her other things was so small that I couldn't get it on my body. But I put the gold sequin jacket on and it fit perfectly. And it looked so good. Now, I do want to let you know that out of this whole batch of clothes, the only thing that fit was the gold sequin jacket. So, of course, there was no way I could wear only a gold sequin jacket on my photo shoot. That would be a different kind of photo shoot. But at first I was like, I can't believe this. I got all of these clothes and none of them fit except for this fucking gold sequin jacket. And then I was like, Stacey, this gold sequin jacket looks so good and you love it so much. It's so awesome. And so here's the thing. In this moment, you have an opportunity and the opportunity is to either get continue to be really beating up the whole situation and, and what you're not liking about it or you can change your experience. You can literally make a different choice. And you guys, this is what mindset is. Mindset Okay. And I, when I, when that guy asked that question on Clubhouse, I wasn't in the, I wasn't on the stage, so I couldn't answer the question. But if I had answered the question, I would have said, mindset is all about choosing what experience you want to be having. That's what mindset is. It's about choosing your own experience or changing an experience that you're not liking. And that is really at the very essence of what mindset is. Now, does it get more complicated or complex rather and layered? Yeah, it does. Does changing your experience happen 
immediately? No, because sometimes in order to change your experience, you have to do some other mindset work, right? In order to believe that you can change your experience. But remember in the beginning of the episode how I said some mindset work is kind of instantaneous and some is a little bit more, like takes a little bit more. Well, there's an instantaneous version of mindset work, which is sometimes referred to as reframing, where you can reframe an experience or reframe a thought or decide to see it in a different way. And that works in the moment. And in that moment, the decision that I made was that for everything that did not fit me, instead of like having a story about it or getting upset about it or mourning the fact that I couldn't wear it on my shoot or or that, that I loved it in the picture and now I can't wear it, that instead... I would be able to take everything that didn't fit me, put fold it up, and as I was folding it up or putting it back on the hanger to send back, say, that's just not for me. It's just not for me. It does, it's not about me. It's not because of anything. That's just not for me. And this is for me. The gold sequin jacket, man, that's for me. And for the whole rest of the time that I was preparing for the shoot, I made this such an important part of my experience because I got a lot of shit delivered here, you guys. I mean, I returned anything that didn't work, you know, so at the end of the day, I ended up with my seven looks. But over the course of that month, I would say that like $10,000 worth of clothing and shoes rolled in and out of here. All right. A little scary. I'm not going to lie. It's very scary. But the minute something was not for me. I packed it back up and I and I sent the set up the return and I sent it back and I got my money back. But the practice of recognizing when you're not liking something or not wanting an experience or the experience isn't what you wanted it to be, making making a decision to say that's not for me and being and letting that be enough is a game changer. And it made it possible for me to end up with seven amazing looks that I then wore on my shoot this past Friday. And I felt like a fucking rock star, man. And it was unbelievable. And everything that I wore was right for me. And the stuff that I didn't wear on the shoot was just not for me. And everything that we found was right for me. And I made a choice not to focus on the stuff that wasn't right for me and to focus entirely on what was right for me. Because that was how I was able to stay in integrity with what I really wanted for this whole experience, which was to be capturing not only my present self, my authentic self, the Stacey that is already here, perfect, good enough, like ready, right? But also that seven-figure CEO that she's not here yet, but she's on her way. And I am working on embodying her and showing up as her. And I'll tell you one thing, the seven-figure CEO doesn't give a shit about something not fitting. She just buys the version that does. She just gets the next size and it doesn't matter, right? And, you know, so the reason why I felt like it was, it was, I wanted to come and talk to you about this is because I wanted you to hear like a real life, like example of, of, of how working with your mind and making choices about the experience that you A, want to be having and focusing on how to create the experiences not only that you want to be having, but the way that you want to be having them, 
um, this is what is in your power because, because there are so many things that are not in your control. There are so, so many things that are not in your control that will happen, you guys. <clears throat> Shit happens, right? And there are so many things in your external environment that you don't have control over. You can't change certain things even if you're not liking them, but you can change your experience. And you can also change that circumstance sometimes if you're willing to do some really tough work, right? Now, the, obviously, I'm telling you about this, like, fabulous photo shoot. It was very luxurious. I understand I, that's a lot of privilege that I could do that. I'm well aware of that. I own that. This is the first time I've ever invested in a photo shoot at this level. Um, and, you know, so I'm aware of that. Um, this isn't like, you know, I don't expect you to be listening listening to this and thinking like, oh my God, Stacey, it's such a traumatic, horrible experience. But what I am telling you is that I had a very human experience, which is like, I know that many of you um, think about your bodies all the time. I know that you're self-conscious about how you look. I know that things can trigger like you thinking that you're not good enough or that other people, what other people are going to think. And I had all of that when it came to figuring out what I was going to wear and getting these clothes and having these moments of like seeing myself, like, you know, looking in the mirror and thinking like, I don't like that. And really having to do the work about like whether or not I was, I was willing to let that be what was going to define me and my experience, or if I was going to change that and focus on what I wanted instead. So here's the thing. Here's a really big takeaway. When you're focusing on what you're not liking or what you don't want, or when you're having an experience that is not the one that you want to be having, for whatever reason, whether it's coming from your own thoughts or whether it's coming from clothes that aren't fitting or whatever, all right? The longer you stay inside of that acknowledgement, the longer that you spend focusing on what you don't like or giving it your energy, you're fueling it. You're giving it legs. You're giving it an opportunity to expand. You're allowing it to take over your space, right, in your brain. The moment that you decide to focus on what you want instead, the moment that you decide that's just not for me, but this is. Or you might not even know what is. The moment that you say to yourself, that's not for me, or that wasn't meant for me, you open yourself up to being able to take action on figuring out what is for you and what is right for you. And you know what? I know you're going to you may think like, I can't believe you're about to compare this with like, with like creating clients, but I am. And what I'm going to tell you is every single time someone doesn't work with you, you have an opportunity to either make that about you and to beat yourself up and to go down a rabbit hole of what it says about you. And you could feed that beast that's ready to pounce on you and take you down that beast in your own mind or you can decide, well, that person just wasn't for me. That just wasn't meant for me. And now I'm going to figure out who is. I'm going to focus on who is ready to work with me. I'm going to focus on who is right for me. And so even though it may sound a little bit like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're comparing like trying on expensive designer clothes with like clients, 
I really don't think there's there's any difference. I really don't. Because I think what it's all about is about when you, when something happens or is happening that isn't to your liking or isn't the way you thought it was going to be, right? Or isn't turning, isn't like going in the direction that you want. It's your choice to decide what experience you want to have around that. Now, I'm not saying that feedback isn't like important. I'm not saying that like when someone doesn't like convert to a call, you know, from a call that it's not worth like, like making sure that you go over like what, you know, what, what, what was my, how did I do on my conversation? Like, you know, I'm not saying that that's not a thing that you should just like be giving yourself permission to like think that everything can just be like what, you know, like nothing matters. But the extremes that we go to when we make stuff about us and how we fixate and focus on what we think are the things that aren't good, right? How long do you dwell on someone saying no to working with you, right? Um, What do you do about it? So you can either like go, huh, let me just look back at that whole process of how I was working on creating that client and see like if there was anything that I could have done differently, right? You can do that. You should do that. And at the same time, you should also know that person wasn't meant for me. That wasn't meant for me right now. For whatever reason, that's not for me. And then you do have to believe that thing that you might think sounds like really cliche, which is something better will come along. And what I can tell you, when you see my photos, you're going to see that for all of those things that I couldn't even put on my body and for all the things I sent back, something better came along. And so even though that's a little bit of like a cheesy old-fashioned phrase, it is freaking true, you guys. And you have a lot of control over what it is that you are wanting to create. And when something is not in alignment with that and you realize, ooh, wait a minute, I think that the universe actually did not make that happen because it's not in alignment. It wasn't in total alignment. It's not what was supposed to be happening. When you can come to that place, and that's mindset work, you've got to wake up every single day and do this work. You've got to set your mind every day to be willing to think more about how everything is happening for you than how everything is not happening the way you want it to be. So um, this is a lot of, I mean, we're not going to be talking about photo shoots and, and wardrobe in Prosper, but Prosper is, I created it to be able to help you with some more of this work so that you could be showing up in your business, not just in your life, in, but both in your life and business um, with, with, with some of this some of this in place, more of this in place for you, because I think that it's going to create a better experience for you. I think you'll create more clients. I think that you'll do more of the things you want to do. I think you'll attract more success. I think you'll make different choices. I think that you'll waste less time focusing on what you don't like and what you don't want and focus more time on what you do want. And for as long as you're focusing on what you don't want, your brain is not activated into to figuring out what you do want envisioning it. For as long as you're thinking about what you don't like and what you don't want and what's not working, what you're not doing is already focusing on what you do want and what that looks like. And you should be spending more time on what you want and what that looks like than on anything else. That's what I have for you today. 
I hope that you're going to join me for Prosper. The sign-up is already here. I know I'm talking now past, future, past. I'm recording this in the past, but by the time you're listening to this, it's here. You can have it. You can join me. We start on June 21st. I love you. I'm sending you high vibes, and I will be with you next week. Bye. so much for listening to Passionate and Prosperous with me, Stacey Brass Russell. If you like what you're listening to, please make sure you're following or subscribing. And if you're on Apple, that's the little plus sign on the top right so that you get notified when new episodes drop every Wednesday. As always, I'm sending you love and high vibes. And remember, life is hard and there's always something you can do about it. 